With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Yeah. How you going up? Delete this time is 12.19 on the East Coast. <laughs> we have to remind you to Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Political Straight Talks. I'm your host, the Political Superman. We are coming to you live from the foothills of the Great Smoky Mountains and the Cherokee National Forest. The time, 12.20 on the East Coast, 9.20 on the left coast. This program is brought to you by the Wall Street Journal, WSJ.com. Go up in the upper right-hand corner, put in Political Straight Talk, save you some money, make me some money, and it's a win-win situation. We are also sponsored by Chick-fil-A, where we didn't invent the chicken, just the chicken sandwich. Have a number one large size with a cherry Coke. Yes, I've been saying that same crap since <laughs> forever. And more than likely, you'll be greeted by a cute little redhead. With 1929. Thank you for your service, mister. Let me tell you, there was an 18-year-old girl. She was as fine as frog hair. Uh-oh. And she was trying to pick me up. Uh-oh. I was like, young lady, I have a son older than you, but if I didn't, I would give you my phone number. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I just felt I just felt good that at the age of 39, I'm getting picked up by an 18-year-old. There you, you go. Well, I'm sorry I misquoted you tonight when I... You didn't misquote me, but let me tell you, you need to stop that, because if she thinks I'm the one behind you being on that committee, she's well, going to resist... That's why I came back and said what I did. Is it okay if I sit on the committee? You you did the right thing by that. I'm, I knew you'd be proud of me when I said that. So I did. I, I was sitting there going, good job, Barbara. <laughs> That's why I said that. Yeah. Remember that you're going to get a lot further with Jill if Jill thinks she's in charge. That's why I came back. I said, well, I better make him proud of me. I better get this right before I'm, you know. In the box forever. <laughs> so, What's well, up? Anyway, can I ask you a question before we get any further? Why did Tammy send me that email and ask me to post that and then turn around and say, Fabian's going to post it? I mean, Because she happened to be on the phone with me when she sent you the email. Okay. And I said, Tammy... Tell her that I'm going to take care of it. So I messaged you that I'm going to take care of it about the same time she messaged you and said that I'm going to take care of it. Because we were actually on the phone. Well, am I doing something wrong? Oh, good God, I knew that was going to be the next question. Barbara, you've learned my personality by now. If I think you're doing something wrong, I'll be the first to say you are fired. Well... The reason I wanted to do the post, you and I are going to work a little bit on how you post things. It's not because you're posting them wrong, because you're not. But we're going to we're gonna work on a schedule of you posting events out a little bit further than what you're doing so that they're getting spread a little bit more. 
and I want to get my bearings yeah, checked. Be told ahead of time Barbara, how far out Barbara, you want to Barbara, do these things. I can't Barbara, do them 24 hours in advance. Barbara, take a deep breath. I understand this, okay? Well, that wasn't very nice. Did she hang up? Sounds like she did. What? Did you hang up? No. Okay. Well, it sounded like you hung up. No, but listen, I Barbara, when I, I come to you with these things, it is not a criticism. It is a, hey, I have noticed that we could get better numbers. For example, when we have that. calls, let me finish. All right, Daddy. <laughs> when we have calls, like, I mean, I cannot advise you what to do, and then when... It's not done properly. Tammy will climb your butt. So either me be do it nicely or let Tammy do it after she gets really pissed off. So I'll just do it, and that way it's done. Well. Okay. Hang on. Okay. Just hang on. Okay. Just hang on. Now, there is nothing wrong with the quality of your posts. Okay. There are some things that need to change. Like, for example, at the bottom of the standard post that you're using to post the calls, those last two sentences need to be deleted because it says, rest assured, we will not bombard you with emails. Well, I didn't post that. That's not my post. Those are yours. It actually is your post, Barbara. No. No, you originally. Well, I tell you what. I tell you what, dear. I tell you what. Hang on. No. Because here those at Ragtag, hang, words. Barbara, here at Ragtag, we can tell who posts what. But I copy and pasted from your original words. Yes, you did. You did. But the original words were from an email that I sent out. Yeah, but I did not originally write those words. Barbara, what I'm trying to say to you is that you copied an email and pasted it into a Facebook post. So wouldn't it make sense? to take off the last part that's saying, hey, we're not going to send you a bunch of emails that was in an email? I'm just saying there's nothing wrong with it. Just take off those last two sentences. Okay. That's fine. I okay. can do that. I can do that. Now, you realize you just spent five minutes arguing with me over something that would have taken 30 seconds to explain. Okay. I can now, do that. as far as the conference calls go, Anytime that we have a big one where we have a guest coming in, create an event page for it as soon as we find out that they're coming. Then, because here's why we do that, because then we can go share it with all of our friends on our own personal pages. We can set it on the Facebook page and ask people to share it, okay? And we can start getting a ton of people on these calls. Can you help me set up an event page? Well, there's an event page already set up. All you have to do is at the top of Facebook, click on the button that says event. Okay. Then it's going to give you a list of things you can do. You click event again. It's going to say event title. And okay. then I, I put Ragtag Radio Presents okay. uh, Osama, whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> then I put our regular time in there. It says location, uh, www.talkshoe.com. 
And then the description would be the exact same thing you would write in the post. And then you share the calendar event and ask people to share it with their friends on their Facebook page. Okay? Right now we've got 48 invites. Those 48 invites came from me off of my Facebook page. Now everybody else needs to go and invite everybody and their mama and ask them to invite everybody and their mama so that... Well, I'm glad you told me this because I wasn't aware that you needed me to do this. Now I know I, could, I should do this. So... <clears throat> okay. Anytime that we're going to host special calls, right, we want to put those. On, we want to put those on the event page and right. share them as an event with our friends, neighbors, cousins, and uncles. All right. This is for special guests only. Yes, but okay. it could also be for special things that we're doing. So okay. let's say that Trisha and you are going to do the Playboy Bunny theme song. Okay. Well, we would post that, and people would tune in. Anyway. Okay. All right. So now I'm going to tell you all this. Um, Well, let's throw this out there. How many board members are here? Four. Tammy makes five. Pam makes six. Pat makes seven. Alan makes eight. We We technically have a quorum. But we don't have the vice chairman or the chairman, which makes any meeting we do null. Yeah. But, th- but that's okay because so goes us, so goes everybody else. Alan will go whichever way I want to go on this issue after I win him over to my point. Yeah. Here's something that I've mentioned. Andy's go there. You know what? Andy's going to go there. It's being recorded. It depends. Baby, and I need the recording. From the last board meeting. Board meeting. Okay. Get up. Barbara, I'll get yeah. it to you. I'll, do right. it. I'll get it tomorrow. All um, right. a bunch of minutes. Here's the problem. We Here's something that we need to talk about. We initially had said we were going to endorse Ted Cruz for his Senate run. I said it again publicly on the call that the board would have to discuss it. My question would be, as an organization, should we still endorse his Senate run? No. I'm sorry, I have to say no. I can't say that I can now. After what you disclosed last night, I I can't. Notice Jill didn't argue that fact with me today. (laughs) No, she didn't. She tried a little bit. endorsement we make on Ted Cruz now is moot. Because I don't think so. That it I will think be. that he's going to be SCOTUS. It's that. not moot. Listen, looking at it from a purely self-serving point of view for our organization, it's not moot. Okay, you, I agree with that. But I don't think Ted Cruz is going to run for any other office <coughs> He's not. his lifetime. No. <laughs> Now, I know they're, they're... I understand that we endorsing Ted Cruz would solidify the people that we have invited into the fold. 
it, it wouldn't look we good for us. Big Ted Cruz supporters. It wouldn't look good for us either. It would it would make us look phony. Mm-hmm. I well, think we need to be I, apolitical. We need to be apolitical and stick to the conservative message. Shit, that's well, not going to happen. Just well, by sheer, just by sheer, what we're doing. Well, wait a minute. Didn't they just say that they didn't agree with what he said and made him other bad? Now they're coming out and supporting him for now. It's one thing to disagree with what he said when he ran for president, okay, or the endorsement. It's one thing to disagree with that. It's another to feel that he can represent his district, okay. And and I understand that's playing politics, but that's what I do. So. But there are goods there there are good sides of it, there are bad sides of it. We have to determine if the good outweighs the bad or if consciously we can do it. Well, that's what I mean. To consciously and that's the word. That's the magic word. My personal <laughs> political opinion is that wait, we should Mark, not wait. Endorse... Okay. You can't have are you giving us your political opinion or are you giving us your personal opinion? A little bit of both. Okay, I'll give my personal opinion at this point. I don't think that we should be able to, I don't think that we should endorse any candidates until the Commons agenda is approved by the board. And I say I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell y'all, y'all sitting on that committee right now, y'all got a long road to hoe. Because no matter how many times I have told her that she doesn't need to just send out ten items and that's it. Yeah, that's the truth. Listen, yeah. I will tell you this. If I were doing this project alone, I would not expect anything till Christmas. <laughs> well, first of all, let me... Here's what I think... I'm going to tell you what I think we need to do, and I know this will piss Jill off, but, well, that won't be the first time. I, I think we put an event together that, or we put a, I don't know how to drive people to it, to be honest with you, but I think we put, ask people to go and select right in what their top issues are. And send them to us, send it to us. Well, it'll that it'll come be to us. For a thing, because how many people we have like how many likes we have on the Facebook page? A little bit over eight hundred. Okay. We petition those eight hundred people and ask them to put forth their top concerns. But we would literally have to go. We'd have to do it in a spreadsheet, and see. Sometimes our stuff doesn't show up. On their walls, mm-hmm. so we would have to manually go in and email every one of them. Now, why does she think that she can go ahead and pick the the ten, which you already said we need more than ten? Because she's the chairman. We gave her free reign to run that committee as she wanted to. Listen, That's not fair to the rest of us, though. There are, just, there are 10 in each of the categories that I laid forth in the last two meetings. So I had five categories. That's 
50 at this point. The last meeting, she wanted to vote on things for the mm-hmm. conference's agenda, and I squashed that. What agenda? <laughs> that was the point. <laughs> well, and she wants to limit that committee to like five people. She ain't got a freaking clue that five people ain't going to be able to do all this. No. No. Five people? I'd be. Five people would be me teaching the other four people how to research for this project. I'm still telling you, I think I'm about decided I'm going to sit on that committee. Well, if I was you, I would be a silent committee. I would be a silent committee member and just listen in. I run the I run the board. Well, yeah, yes, board, but listen in and don't. I wouldn't say a thing if I was you, because you know that I will squash anything that she has to say at this point. Well, the key thing, guys, let her run the committee, and let's see where she goes with it. Let's see what she comes out. We've taken the reins off of her. Let's see where she goes with it. Now, she's not she's not going to do any elections, right? No. What's she going to elect? Huh? What's she going to elect? So she's not going to have any vice chairman. Yeah, she's got Mark as a vice chairman. She can choose who she wants. It's not a vote. So there's no secretary. There's nobody keeping any notes. There's no. There should there should be somebody keeping notes. But see what she does. See if she names somebody to keep notes. I wouldn't be surprised if she put Ashley as secretary again. No, she won't. Her and Ashley are. Her and Ashley going head to head. Hey, and you know what I think we should do? (laughs) I know this will freak her out. But I say we post on the Facebook page about the Common Sense Agenda. We create an event about it and invite everybody we can think of. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Seriously, I think it's what we do. I've got a post-it note to remind me to post it tonight. No, I want you to make an event. Make share it with win. every friend you've got. Share it with. I'll share it with the people that needs to be shared with on my end. Okay. And you all literally share it out there. I mean, blast it out. Ask people that you're sharing it with to share with them. Okay, Mark. And the earlier you get that out in the morning, the better off we're going to be. All right. Well, I can do it tonight before I go to bed. So. And uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, common sense agenda. I'll just um, I'll go back and look what I posted last week and posted, you know, without the email. <laughs> Something funny about Barbara. I wake up at about 2 o'clock in the morning when I go to work at 4. So, 
I will have Facebook open and Facebook is stay as open on my laptop. I'll be up. <laughs> and I will get chimes on my phone that Barbara is posting something at two thirty in the morning. And I will just laugh. So I'm like, Barbara, do you ever sleep? Barbara never goes to bed. She knows it's getting close to end of life, so she's staying as awake as much as possible. Yes. By the way, speaking of end of life, I wanted to say this earlier. Do you think mm-hmm. the first thing Ted Kennedy did when he got to the pearly gates was apologize to Mary Joe Capecli? Um, <laughs> I think you might be wrong. I the think Maryland. he's on the highway to hell. Yeah. The Maryland Monroe. And he was driving the same car he was in when he hit the kid. Ooh, you know, I was kind of surprised when he had brain surgery. And he was I singing. Think was, I didn't think there was anything in there for the surgeons to dig out. Highway to Hell was playing outside the car, and inside the car he was singing, It's a B-double-E-double-R-U-N. <laughs> Beer run. <laughs> no, no, I know his daddy one didn't go to heaven. I know that. My mother used to tell me stories because she was... Uh, nobody's in heaven at the moment, so... Um, she used to be hotel uh, uh, reservation clerks at hotels and in the 1940s because, you know, John P. Joseph P. was involved with the mob who helped yep. get John elected. Yeah, I know that. She used to tell me, she said, Joseph used to be sitting in the lobby waiting for his orders in the mob. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. And JFK was fighting against that, wasn't he? No, Robert was. Robert used to have, it was Sam Giacana, and um, it's probably got him killed. Yep. So. I was just going to say that. Yep. It's probably what got JSK killed between that and Cuba. Do you believe in the dead visiting people after they're dead? Say what? It was something to do with the NWO. Why he was dead? <laughs> Why who? Do you believe in the dead visiting you in your dreams after they're, they're dead? Uh, demons visit you in your dreams disguised as those that you would love, yes. Yeah, they do. Yeah, my so, mother, you know, my mother and father. I was father pretty clear about that. My mother and father came to me, and they weren't. Demons. They didn't. They didn't. I promise you, they didn't. The demons came to you. They didn't. They looked exactly like my mother and father. You do they realize will. that demons can do that, right? They will. <laughs> they can talk like your parents. They can tell you things that only your parents would know. It was demons, Barbara. The Bible says to be wary that. That loved ones will appear before you, but it's demons masquerading. Now, what what also will will visit you in your dreams are angels. Now, angels will, but that angels cool. are, uh, angels only take their they don't take another shape or form. Now they appeared right before me in the kitchen. Okay, well, hello, Rafar and your cousin, but uh, it wasn't your parents. Barbara, how much had you been drinking? Nothing. I'm drinking coffee. I had a dream years ago 
Told Martin oh, Luther grand- King. You see where that got him? Huh? I, I had a view of my grandfather. My grandfather has, <laughs> has been dead since 2002. And what it was, I was in his house. I was helping him out because in the last six months of his life, I took care of him for the most part. Well, it was me in the dream helping him out around the house. And sitting on the sofa was the girl I was in love with in high school. Because he's and in her, love with the stripper. And her boyfriend, who she ended up marrying and later divorcing. Well, at one point in the dream, I told my grandfather that you're dead. <laughs> and him, the girl I was in love with, and her husband got in a car and drove down the highway. And I never had a dream about my grandfather again. Now, what about the fact that my cousin, who was tragically killed in a car accident, 21 years old, and afterwards she appeared to me three times in a row? Okay. And I told her, I said, Patty, you've died. Because you know they say that, you know, when you're tragically killed, they do not know that they've died. And I told Patty, you died, and you need to go on. And I never saw her again. I think you've been... Well, I'm not going to get into a philosophical debate. I'm just going to tell you that what you think you saw, you didn't. There was a guy I was in college with, and he and I would have really weird discussions because he was into Edgar Casey and all kind of alternative forms of faith, you know? Yeah. Well, I didn't realize he had died. One night I had a dream about him. And it was a weird dream because I was in Alabama. And I have never been to Alabama. I was in this old schoolhouse or church, whatever it was. And there were kids around and all this. Then he appeared in the dream. And he told me, did you know that there are humans in the Andromeda galaxy? I said... And where? In the Andromeda galaxy. And I said, well, yes. But people's limited reality, we're not there yet. And apparently he had died a few weeks prior to this dream. And I, I am thoroughly convinced that he was him visiting me. So, do you think that even though I hear sometimes my mother talking to me, that that's a demon talking to me in my in my brain? Either that or your brain is uh, reaching back into long-term memory and generating a memory. In current you know, events. And, you know, people... People don't want to hear that, but that's the way in it works. Event, in current events? Yes, Barbara. In Mother, What Should I Do? Huh? Well, say, Mother, What Should I Do? You know, Mother, What Should I... Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, if it is a demon, there's no one closer to you than your mother, correct? What? So, if you invite the demon in... Who's so, your mother. My, my best friend died a couple of years ago, 
I'm devastated by her death. I go home, and I see as plain as day her standing next to her mother, her husband, and holding her her little Yorkshire Terrier, and that's a demon. Could be. Mm -hmm. See, there's a game being played. The spiritual world is just like politics. There are there are factions on each side trying to get your political in, I'm sorry, trying to get your influence. Well, the devil knows that they cannot create souls; they can only steal souls. Well, he's knows not, he's that he creates steal souls. Sorry, I'm going to call back in on myself before my phone dies. Okay. I mean, he's not going to steal my soul, but I was so devastated by her death that you're saying that I saw her because I wanted to see her. Yeah. You know, my, my I was very close to my grandfather's. When my father's father died, I was devastated because I literally went to his house every day because he lived across the, the yard from me. And I saw what he was going through. And the funny thing is, he didn't die of an illness or anything like that. He liked chewing tobacco. He choked on a wad of Levi Garrett because he fell asleep with a chew in his mouth. Mm-mm. Well, I knew the kind of struggles he was going through. He was dealing with mental depression he was dealing with a lot of things. And when it came to his funeral, during the wait before we had the funeral, I'm looking at the body in the casket, and I see him smile. And for the rest of the day, I was just happy that he was fine and at peace. Even at the funeral, I was one of the pallbearers. Even at the funeral, I was cracking up laughing because... I knew my grandfather was safe in heaven. Because Your grandfather was where? Well, in heaven or purgatory, whatever you want to call it. But it ain't nowhere. Father, He's dead. Sleep. Well, the Catholic Church, the Catholic Church now has come out and said there is no purgatory. Snooze a palooza. Well, you know, when I saw my mother and father, or what was not my father I wasn't thinking about them I had just gone out for a glass of water in the kitchen turned around and there they were I mean I had never seen my father appear to me so listen here, and, and this is the hardest thing for people to comprehend okay the bible says that when the trumpet of the Lord shall sound, and time shall be no more, what's going to happen? What's going to happen when He toots on the horn? The dead Christ will rise first. What? Let's say that one more time. The dead in Christ will rise first, and those that are living will follow. That's right. And join Christ in the clouds. When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound, and time shall be no more. And the morning breaks eternal, bright and fair, when the saved of earth shall gather over on the other shore. And the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. 
The point is, in Acts, he says, I go to prepare for you a place. When that place has been prepared, he'll do what? He'll come for you. He'll come for you. So why are you going to be living in a construction zone? Here's a here's a trivia question for you. I, and I love giving this trivia question because it's so awesome. <laughs> when the Bible talks about days, how long are the days? How long are the days? Yes. 24 hours. <laughs> and nope. Nope. No, they're not. No, they are not. No. Well, First of all, let's talk about heavenly days versus earthly days. Well, a thousand days. A thousand days. Heavenly uh, days is no you're, end. You're, you're getting close to earth-to-earth days, biblical days versus earth days. You're getting close. But from heavenly time to earthly time, a day in heaven is a blank on earth. A thousand years. That is correct. A thousand years. That's what I'm interested in. Now, when it says that Christ, when it says God created the heavens and the earth in six days and on the seventh did he rest, how long did it take him? A thousand years. Six thousand years. Six Six thousand years. And then, lo and behold, he rested for a thousand years. Yep. And see, people don't understand that. They don't don't comprehend when when it says in the Bible... For now, us, one day is a thousand years for Christ for, for God. So no, it's only been two thousand. The other way around. A day for Christ is a thousand years for us. Well, now, it's only been two thousand years since he's been on the earth. I'm sorry? It's only been two thousand years since he's been on the earth. It's been two days. For him. So that so means two days for a thousand him. years on earth before Christ comes back. Now, see, here's the thing. Because remember, it says no man shall know the day nor the hour. However, however, if you utilize the the span of time for everything that's been done, he goes to he ascends into the heaven to prepare for us a place. For the new Jerusalem shall ascend from the heavens. Yep. Okay. Now this is after the final destruction battle of Armageddon. Blah, blah, blah. The point being is if it took him 6,000 years to create the heavens and the earth, how long is it going to take him to create the new heavens and the new Jerusalem? Six days. Not quite. The Bible The Bible is not 210% specific but I will tell you what we will not see. We will not see the return of Christ in our lifetime. No. no. Because he's going to be born in, in three days. So we have another thousand years to wait until that we, happens. Most theologians... It's four, it's four days. Most theologians suspect, as do as do I, really that we're looking at before the rapture, because based on the timetables, the breaking of the seals and everything, you're looking at probably another, see this is 2016, you're probably looking at another 1,000 to 2,000 years, which would be consistent with the four days. 
But see, Christ says when you see these things happening, which have been happening, uh, it's going near. But dearest Patricia, for there will be wars and rumors of wars, and in the last days so shall it be as it was in the days of Noah. For men shall be lovers of men, boasters, proudful, prideful, without natural affection, lovers of themselves more than lovers of God, yada, yada, yada. Yep. Everybody that's been going on since Roman times. He said he would never destroy the world by water again. He did, but what does that got to do with the price of rice in China? I'm just saying that after the Great Flood, he said he so, would never destroy the world by I told water you again. all what to look for. It would be I, hard. I can tell it you right be- now what the key is to put that puts everything in Chapter 3 and above in Revelation in motion. It's a clear war. One thing is going to happen. It will be a nuclear war. It will not be nuclear war. The one think thing so? is the Cubs will win the World Series. Oh, <laughs> shut up, Mark. <laughs> Listen, they've got no better chance than now to do it. I saw I said earlier, right. I said the other day. They have won 100 games. <laughs> they have not won 100 games since 1935. I said it. If they win the World Series, it won't be <laughs> All right, listen to me, little people. All right. Oh, great one. Trying to find, there's a training class I'm supposed to be doing for work, and to save my life, can't find the damn thing, and they sent me a message today. You need to get your training done. I did my training, stupid. They're like, it's showing incomplete. Where's your new job going? Say what? Where's your new job going? I'm not on the new job. I'm still on the old job. I haven't. I don't start the new job yet. Oh, okay. Anyway, so. Maybe well, two forms now. Air Force One. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, listen. Once you've been on Air Force One, nothing else measures up, buddy. I'm watching that movie. I love that movie. You know, what was Harrison Ford? Yeah. I was watching Fox News when he was. He should have been Force president. One pulled into. <laughs> Melbourne, Florida, is that this evening? And I'm looking at this. I'm seeing the, the plane taxi to the uh, the on the runway, and you see the crowd gathered there. And I'm thinking, this is kind of awesome. Then I realize, what's well, even more awesome is when you roll off that plane with my M and M's. That's the only reason I wanted to go on the plane so I could have peanut M and M's with a white ha- with a uh, presidential seal on it. A W. You know, you know there was an article today about the black moon that's supposed to appear this Friday, and people are saying, "Christ is coming! Christ is coming back!" Do not, do not, and I've, I've put this on in the in the post. Don't confuse that with. Something that's supposed to take place after the tribulation, where well, what, there, there's no the light, the stars fall to the earth as fire. Yeah. What does that's Christ what say? He will be like a thief in the night. So, the death well, if it's not nuclear war, what's it going to be? <laughs> we don't have no idea. Yeah, we do. The Bible lays it out. We know what it is. Mark, listen, you may be a up-and-coming political mind, and you are an up-and-coming political mind, young Patty Wan, mm-hmm. but 
you can't match me in the spiritual realm, so don't try. Well, I don't want to try. I will tell you all this. The key to watching everything happen leading into the rapture will be the Golan Heights. I come back to the Golan Heights. Everything yeah. has yeah. to do with the Golan Heights. Yeah. Okay? Because in Revelation it says that Israel will give up her natural defenses. Her natural defense is the Golan Heights, that mountainous yeah. region that protects her from Syria and Russia. Okay? When she gives that up in a peace deal, and she will give it up in a peace deal. Yeah. Okay? That'll be the beginning of the end, and that will set the stage, okay, for the coming Antichrist. And then somewhere after the Golan Heights are gone, the church will be raptured. Now remember, people get a second chance after the rapture. You just don't take the mark of the beast. They'll lob your head off for you. Mm-hmm. So, Barbara, just make sure you remember not to take the mark of the beast, okay? Which which is a microchip in your skin. <laughs> it is the microchip in your skin, but let me tell you a little secret. Did you know that every barcode in the world has the microcosm of the number six? Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Show yeah. does. Yeah, it does. Did you know that every bank card in the world has the microcosm of the number seven? Yep. No, I didn't. Ah, but you learn something new every day. So, the chip that's in my debit card has the number seven on it. It has the microcosm of a number seven. In other words, the numerical breakdown of the way that chip is set up equals seven. Aha. The numerical breakdown of the barcodes and how they're set up equals six. Uh-huh. The larger the barcode, the more numbers of six. What number represents Satan? Six. 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 Satan, bite the dust. The number seven represents all things good and all things light. Therefore, it is of Christ. Matter of fact, I will tell you all, we're going to be doing a sermon series through TalkShoe coming up. Do you know why seven was afraid of eight? Because seven, eight, nine. No, why six was afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. Oh, shut up, Mark. (laughs) Did you try to video video call me earlier, Mark? (laughs) No, I I was looking up. He was in the shower, and he was wanting you to get a peek. No, I I was on my cell phone. I was trying to get back to the. Oh, I know what it was. He was, he was face. He was uh, video chatting with Tammy. Oh, okay. Sure, that's it. I was at work, by the way. No, I was. I was um, you probably shouldn't be getting naked at work, Mark. Well, I try not to, but you know, things happen. Like, welcome to nudist day here at JJ and J. Be like, would you like some fries with that? Oh, well, please, <laughs> please ignore the lightsaber. I do apologize. <laughs> okay, so I have to say this. You all have to look up this group on your all's computer and listen to these guys. They are called something. Oh, shoot. 
I got to look it up. Boogie Storm, that's what it is. Look up Boogie Storm. I can't right now. Yeah, that was Simon Cowell's yes. golden ticket on yes. British Got Talent. I saw them the first time today, and I'm going to tell you, I laughed my butt off when I saw them. Did you see the other two videos they have? Yes, I saw the one where Darth Vader comes out. And then where they go down to Simon Cowell, and they're doing, I had the time well, of the my life. Video. They ended up and, placing third in British Got Talent. They did and end up doing third? Yeah, they got third. You know, well, I know they've got all kinds of contracts over there and go around, and they never talk. So I figured yeah. that it's three girls and three boys. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But, boy, when they started doing that twerk, I don't know how they do that crap. I'd have hurt my back, throwed it out, and something. You know, know, we think Patricia, we've come to the conclusion that Patricia twerks. What? (laughs) What? That you twerk. You see these American... If you don't know what twerk is, go to YouTube and type in, how do you twerk? And it'll show you how to twerk. I will use Facebook. I will, I'm sorry. Okay. I will use YouTube. You know she's going to be sitting there looking it up while we're on the phone. What is twerk? Not what is either. twerk? I'm playing Pogo. I'm going to, I use, I use, um, I use YouTube. And the, a lot of the reality programs like The Voice and Americans Got Talent and all of that, there's a British counterpart to those. And I I watch those British shows. I do too. Like, My favorite one was the Peanut Guy that sung Adele. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe on. he did that song. That and uh, Sammy Brooks. If there. y'all have never seen her perform, type in Sammy Brooks and do the one where she's wearing the gray hat. That was her audition. I think she blew everybody away. There's, like, The Voice, for example. The Voice is worldwide. And I will listen, I will watch The Voice, Brit- the British version of The Voice. And the last few seasons, there were people like Tom Jones and Kali Minogue and um, Will I Am on there. But you have a lot of talent that's coming out of there. I've been, I've always been watching the French version of The Voice, and there's this beautiful, beautiful woman who plays the violin. And I think I sent you the link, Fabian. And I'm watching this like, I, I, I don't usually watch these shows in America because I think they're just. So far into the pop culture realm, yeah, that the music is just asinine. Well, you know that Alan was on. Uh, oh, the one on Fox. What? What's the American one that's Idol. on Fox? American Idol. Yeah. Who are you really? Huh? Who really? Yes, he was. 
Actually, I have friends of mine from Australia. One of them is dead, but they coached a few of those people on The Voice in Australia. And they I told they told Alan that while his voice was really strong and a good voice, that his appearance wasn't what they were looking for. Mm. Alan does have a good voice when he gets now that he quit smoking. And I can harmonize with him really well. I'm telling y'all, y'all miss some funny crap us going on those long road trips, singing off our lungs, headed down the highway, sitting at red lights. People be looking at us like we're stupid because we do the night at the Roxbury. What is love? (laughs) (laughs) What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. You should ask him sometime about uh, us imitating Gold City. And we were sitting by one of the people that sang in Gold City and didn't know it. Well, we weren't paying attention. And we were just going through some of Gold City's songs because we both like Gold City. And they were sitting right beside us. (laughs) They said, you're not bad, you little country boy. (laughs) You don't have a contract like we do. Right. Now, like most of the songs you'll see me post, like there's one song out there by the Tally Trio. It's like one of my all-time favorites. It's called The Broken Ones. And Lauren Tally sings it. She does a, listen, I wanted to marry Lauren Tally for a long time. I told Karen she's out the door. Uh-huh. Lauren Tally was to come in and say, hey, baby. I'd be like, hey, mother, want another? Now, see, okay. Trisha didn't laugh at that. She's really into her you know, pogo. I did, I did, but I was getting ready to take a drink of my water. <laughs> you know, something funny. I've been singing in my church choir for the last 19 years. Are, that, wait a minute. Now, wait. Wait, wait, wait. You're the one like Barney Fife on the Andy Griffith show where they turn the microphone so low that nobody can hear him, and there's a guy singing in the back. No, actually, I'm... <laughs> I am a trained tenor. A trained tenor. Yeah. <laughs> well, you should join the congressionals and sing with us. Oh well, my when I was in college, when I first started in college, I started with the college choir, and my choir director petitioned, was trying to get me to, to change my major to music. <laughs> Because he liked my voice. Well, I decided to opt for another form of art. I was a fine art major for a while before I switched to political science. It was such a downgrade to switch to political science. You should have stuck with fine arts. Yeah, I should have, but, you know, you know, to hell with it. Actually, well, my experience with the fine art department was able to get... I learned how to debate in my art class. Because every one of those bastards were liberal fucks. Part my la- my language, ladies, but it's what it is. Jill, are you on the call? Jill, are you on the call? <laughs> nope, we're good. Jill's not on the call. Well, that's great. But 
I, yeah. I've sung some amazing pieces of music in college. I sung Handel's Messiah. I sung the Coronation Mass by Mozart. I did, uh, I did a lot of beautiful pieces of music. And you belate, you belate, day I have, I have realized that I love singing Latin. Did you say you love singing Latin? I love singing Latin. I know about three or four different verses. I'm, I'm sorry, three or four <laughs> different compositions of the Gloria in Latin. And really beautiful. I know that Kenny Loggins wrote one called Gloria, and it was great in Footloose. Well, yeah, I understand. I'm talking about. Well, wait a minute. We need to talk about movies. Patricia and Barbara's Age. My bad. Um, name some silent <laughs> films that were popular back in your old day. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. I I didn't see any silent films. They were they the, didn't go on the original Ten Commandments by um. Moses. <laughs> Barbara was present. She was down at the bottom of the hill along with uh, Patricia. They were the ones helping build the calf. Yeah, pretty They're like, his you horns know, are too big. His horns are too big. Moses is going to be mad. You know why the calf was significant, right? Say what? You know why the calf was significant? Because they messed with the teats. No, not that, because <laughs> you're in the age of Taurus. That's correct. At, at that time in the Bible, you were in the age of Taurus. So people you're correct. who worship astronomy look to the bull. I'm a Taurus. I'm oh, a I'm not. I'm a Virgo. I'm a Libra, but I don't give a damn about astronomy. Astronomy or who said Orion horoscopes? I said I'm a ram. You're a ram. <laughs> You're from Iran. A- You're from Iran. Ram. We know. You know, it, it's well, funny. Hey, Patricia, be getting all defensive. One of my coworkers, her lighter. <laughs> hey, Jill, uh, take I, a deep breath. <laughs> Jill. <laughs> you call me Jill. Mark, Mark, I have to ask you a question. Okay. Fabian said last night that you private messaged him <laughs> that, that you wanted you wanted Jill on a board of directors. No, I private messaged him and said I do not want Jill on the board of directors. You must have left a nod out of there because I sure as hell saw I do want Jill on the board. That was no. correct. Listen, Barbara, why are you pushing things? I told you I was messing. <laughs> no. She done sent me a private message last night and called me a liar and then he felt said, bad for calling me a liar and then called said, me a fibber. He said every board member private messaged him and said they wanted chill on the board of directors. I was the only holdout. No, I was too. Listen, last Friday night when Jill was going on her diatribe about Ted Cruz, I messaged Tammy and said, we need to disassociate ourselves from Jill. And then Tammy said, well, no one could be as smart as you are. And I'm thinking, 
it's not about how smart you are. It's about how you compose yourself when you're struggling with tragedy. And according to what happened Friday, Jill was dealing with tragedy. But, Mark, it's her first campaign, okay? Oh, please, Fabian. Oh, come on. This Rodney King, let's all get on. <laughs> Barbara? I know. Barbara? It is her first campaign. I she know. put everything emotionally into that campaign. And you know what? I understand the feeling. My first campaign was a but, guy named but everything. Frank but but you see, here's here's here <coughs> But how many times can you say to her Jill, this is what he did. Well, Jill but is not Fabian, to believe in But Fabian, this is what Ted said. I'm not in the habit, but he's a Republican. And I said, but Jill, I'm a Republican, and I'm not voting for Trump. But, but here's the this problem. This is what he said. This is what he said. But Jill, I'm also a Republican, and I'm not voting for Trump. Why Let's... is he voting for Trump? She just won't listen. She doesn't want to listen. Yes, he that's true. Ted. He's Saint Ted. She's I not can tell going you to listen to Tammy, anything you say. Listen, Tammy sees Ted in almost the same light as she does, as Jill does. Oh, no, come on. She does. The only difference is Tammy understands what happened. Tammy understands that politics got played. And Tammy understands that when I say this is what happened, I showed them how it happened. Listen, okay? And, Patricia, I know you're a crusade drinker. But it's like this. You don't sell your damn list to somebody that you've got a philosophical problem with because he made fun of your family two days before you go to the convention. Look at a speech. You're about to badmouth a guy that you've sold your list to. Make a deal that you get 40% of the money raised from the email list. Okay? Go out there and tell their people to vote their conscience while you stuck $200,000 in your back pocket. I believe in Ted, too. I believe in Ted, too, and I wanted nothing more than to see him president. But when he stood there on Friday and said he's going to vote for Trump, no, sir. No, sir. The problem is he either lied at the convention, lied at the breakfast, and now that I read what he wrote, what was said, because, see, I hadn't read the transcript of of what he said at that breakfast. But according uh, according to Jill, oh, no. What he said at the breakfast, it was okay. Well, I saw it with my own two eyes. I read it to y'all last night about dogs. Yep. Okay. You don't go say this stuff and then turn around and say something different. But I'm going to tell you, that's part of the reason that I think all of this was constructed long before it ever happened. Could Look you at send how me he... the text of that? Huh? Could you send me the text of that, please? Yeah. Please, thank you. Yeah, you can actually just go pull the video and watch it. I don't mean. But the deal is, here's the thing. Go back and look, and this is what I did last night. Go back and watch the video of him going after Trump over his dad and over his wife. 
Well, I saw it. I remember it word for word. Okay. Does that look like a man that's hot under the collar and uber pissed off? No. Yeah. No. Or does it look like somebody that, okay, well, ho-hum, here it is. Because I got news for you. I'd have called a press conference right then, right there, and I'd have said, here's the deal. Uh, Put up or shut up. Leave families out of this. Politics is between those who are in politics. My wife didn't do anything to you, just like your wife hadn't done anything to me. Well, that's what he did. He came out and said that. He said, you leave my damn wife out of this. You do but know that Ted Cruz's did it, campaign did it look genuine? At the time, yeah, I, I took it genuine. Go back and watch it again. Okay. Now that you know what you know, go right. back and watch it again. Same for you, Patricia. All right. Okay. Go Ted back and watch it again. Can't. Now, if you okay. still get the same, hang on, Mark. If you still get the same feeling after you watch it a second time, then fine. But I saw it in a completely different light. Okay. <coughs> Go ahead, Mark. You do realize that Ted Cruz's campaign went after Melania Trump before Donald. That was the super PAC. He said that was the super PAC. But then it doesn't matter because I'm going to tell you right now, those super PACs and any PAC... And the RNC and any other group, they don't do a damn thing without the campaign signing off on it. Well, I'm not trying to defend him, but I'm saying just what he said. Period yeah. and end of discussion. If All you right. have a super PAC that works for you, you don't do anything without that campaign quietly and off the books saying go for it. Isn't that illegal? Huh? Isn't that supposed to be illegal? Um, uh, collaborating with a super PAC, yes and no. Yes, if you tell them what to spend their money on and where to spend their money. No, if you simply are advising. And I would have sent somebody independent of the campaign to do the talking. Yeah. But the whole point is is that as more and more this comes out, this is this is why I am very disappointed for you guys. Because as more and more this comes out, less and less you all are going to think Ted is on the pedestal, so to speak. I don't know. He's often put a full for me. Not anymore for me either. So I never put I just on, I, I never put Ted on a pedestal. The he hardest thing me. was Tammy when when I began to share this stuff with Tammy. Because during the primaries I kept away from it. I I did get her stirred up a few times just to be getting her stirred up because I like it when she gets stirred up. But uh <laughs> Like that day, she called me to tell me that Raphael was going to do that thing about the the Bible and how it relates to the Declaration of Independence. And yeah. I explained I explained to her that the Bible had nothing to do with the founding documents and started to quote her Thomas Jefferson to prove my point. Dude, I thought she was going to wreck. She's oh, freaking yelling! She's freaking yelling me on the phone. How in the world can you say that the founding documents? Blah, 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 blah. You're the one that said beep, 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 beep. I'm like, Tammy, it's just the way it is. Separation of church and state. Got to keep the two separate. Thomas Jefferson, founding father, said that very clearly in his letter. And he is a founding father, so who are we to disagree? 
Well, that's whole, not what he meant, blah, 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 blah. Which is true, whole, it wasn't what he meant. The whole point of that was because the Virginia colony wanted to instill the Baptist religion as their... That's correct. <laughs> now, and they said that there has to be a separation of the state recognizing a national religion. If you really look at the, fifth, at the 13 colonies, most of the colonies had their own independent religion. Maryland was a Catholic colony. I think Delaware was a bunch of Satanists. And it's yeah. been passed down from generation to generation. Really? Really? There you go. Most of the colonists had their own religion, like Pennsylvania. They were the Quakers. Massachusetts, they were the Puritans. New York, they were the atheists. And, and so well, that ain't changed much. Yeah, but the, if you really want to go into the political philosophy of the American Revolution, you look at people like John Locke and Sir Thomas More, and there's a host of other, well, Machiavelli to a certain extent. Um, Aristotle, Plato, to a certain extent. Why are we going back to Aristotle? Well, you, they go to the Greek philosophers also. So you're, okay, I see where your point was. I missed part of that, so okay, that's fine. Well, yeah, but what people don't realize is a lot of the ideas of the Declaration of Independence do not just come from Christendom. It comes right. from many Western ideas. I'm sorry, ideals. Some of it coming from the Greek state, some of it coming from the Roman state, but it's a collaboration of Western culture over the last 3,000 years that produced America. Your major influences were your English philosophers like John Locke and Sir Thomas More. But at that point in time, you did have people learning about the Roman philosophers and the Greek philosophers, and to a certain extent, some of the, even the Eastern philosophers. So to break down what happened in the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, it is part biblical, but it's only biblical because that was the influence of other Western philosophers. Well, you never know what topic you're going to get on ragtag after dark after dark. I found another relative involved in the Salem witch trial. I'm glad my ancestors, um, one was in Maryland and the other, my other ancestors came from England. Yeah, now this came from England. One was one of the founders of Andover, Massachusetts. <laughs> you know, one one of my favorite quotes in philosophy <laughs> is from Kierkegaard, who is the Dutch philosopher, who said Jesus was looking for admirers and not well, no, Jesus was looking for followers and not admirers. And I have used that line in other political aspects. Like Reagan, for example. Reagan was looking for, for followers, not just admirers of him. And I made the point that you have presidential 
I'm sorry, Republican presidential debates where they're invoking the word Reagan every other sentence. Well, most of those people would not hold a candle to Reagan's personal constitution. But they're Correct. gonna they're going to invoke his name because that's what the masses wanna hear. So really, if you really want to get a really true conservative in this country, you want to have a follower of Reagan and not just one of those admirers. That stems back to what I was saying about Kierkegaard. You know, Jill better be careful about the whole cartel business. I've warned her a hundred times about that. What cartel? Washington cartel. The Washington cartel. Who's that, Jill? Yeah. Yeah, she's she's still up? I thought she was going to bed. Well, now she's got a post. Oh, no. That's another thing I wanted to ask. Why are not her posts... Her posts are going right through without... Well, she didn't post that on Ragtag. But her posts are going right through on Ragtag without having to be approved. Is that because she's on the committee, or...? No, I've not got. She's not. She's not got editor status. You have to have editor status. Now, if she's commenting on somebody else's post, which is what she normally does, then it's going to go through. How many of us have editor status on the page, or is it just the board members? Yeah. Okay. Because I know I have it. (laughs) You do. Because there was one post she commented on, she was going to send a link to. All right, never mind. So if she's just commenting on the post, yeah, that goes through. You know, I, I will never forget what two or three weeks ago when she commented on what I was saying about Washington. And she's like, well, you think Washington wanted to become a king? And I'm thinking... Oh yeah. You yeah. did not you did not read this or you yeah. did not understand what I wrote. Right, and then I commented on it. <laughs> no, that's not what Mark meant. Because and you know, I didn't I didn't respond to her post because I thought it was just asinine. Yeah, I know. Because you really had a transformative moment when Washington said, I don't want to be a king. She didn't read the farewell address very well. No, she didn't. And you want to talk about a new world order. When America won independence, you really transformed the Western world. Many people don't realize this, but after they lost, after the British lost the revolution, they went ahead around the world and secured their colonies. So you had major battles in um, in India and in China 
any place that the British had colonies. Mm-hmm. They tried to secure those places up because if British subjects in America were going to rise up against the crown, what's going to stop other British subjects around the world from doing the same? And King George, who went mad long before the American Revolution, oh, yeah. went even madder afterwards. Yep. Do you read King George's uh, response to Thomas Jefferson over the uh, grievances? Oh, God, mm-hmm. that was so funny. <laughs> There's a great movie that came out about 15 years ago called The Madness of King George. And he was demented. Of course, he was a product of inbreeding, so understand. <laughs> well, they all were. I think but, it's, uh, <laughs> but King George was crazy. King well, George was crazy when he took the throne. Actually, Princess Diana and, and Prince Charles were actually cousins, uh, third or fourth cousins, I think. Yeah, but they were so far enough. If, if you look at one of the things I, I researched a few years ago was the British line of succession. And <clears throat> Prince Philip, who is the husband of Queen Elizabeth II, is yeah. 53rd on the line of succession. Philip Philip was a was part of the royal family of Greece. Right. But because of (laughs) such an inbred society of the royal families of Europe, he is on that list. I mean, there are countless monarchs in Europe who are on that list. Like, uh, I'm trying to think, Um, Queen Margaret or some queen of um, one of the Nordic countries is on that list. Oh, yeah, no, Scotland. That's Scotland. Okay. I what? have to interrupt here. What? <laughs> Things I trust more than Hillary Clinton. One Night Stands with Charlie Sheen. Mosquitoes with the Zeke virus. Joy Rice with O.J. Simpson. Gas Station Sushi. Flint, Michigan Tap Water. Elevator Rides with Ray Rice. <laughs> Prostate Exams with Captain Hook. And Cocktails with Bill Cosby. <laughs> wait, wait, I have one and it will be a little perverted, but I will say it anyway. I would trust fellatio from a girl with a bunch of cold sores <gasps> Hillary. Oh no. Mark. No. You're gonna I give these two women them. a heart attack. No. Oh, God. <laughs> Listen, Hillary is Hillary knows she will never become the president of the United States. Yeah, I think you're right. Charlie Sheen's age from all those prostitutes he's worked with. You know, it's funny. Every time I had a break tonight, I researched on my phone via Google of what Rush said earlier today about her suspending ad buys in Ohio. And I could not find any concrete evidence I can't find it either. Well, I've I've given my analysis on that, and I did I did go back and pull his audio. He did say it. Yeah, but there's no evidence. 
There's no nothing to back it up. Well, Rush, I will tell you, Rush is right. Ninety-eight point what six or four percent of the time, they've got an independent thing that breaks down his show, <laughs> and they've said he's right ninety-eight point four percent of the time. Yeah, but he's voting for Trump too. <laughs> so, but Rush is good at what he does. Yeah. Mark Levin, when he came out and said he was endorsing Trump, and it was over. <laughs> Mark Levin is what, the writing have, on the wall. I used to have his Facebook uh, page online. On my I deleted it. Oh, I deleted him too from my Facebook page. I've just had to remove some people from being able to show up on my feed. I just unfollow them so that it doesn't show up in my feed. Did you kill one of them? No, I'm Maybe. Sorry, I had to do that. Possibly. I'm sorry. You know, I really hate the memes where they don't know how to spell. Because the meme would be great if the words were spelled cor- correctly. Yeah. Just gets on my nerves. You know, I had a weird friend request this morning. It was my aunt, who was also my godmother, who sent me a Facebook request. And I'm thinking, I already have you on Facebook. <coughs> so I'm thinking, well, maybe she got another page or something like that. So... I accepted it, and then she messages me something that she rarely does. And then I'm like, you got a second Facebook page. Did I close it? Well, lo and behold, I get a post on my feed that says, don't accept (laughs) the second page because I've been hacked. So... As soon as I see this, I delete and block the second page, change my password, and go through all the rigmarole because I'm not sure what the hell is going on. But I'm sure you will notify me if there's a second Mark Landry that appears that wants to be your friend. And I think everyone else just died. They didn't. It's one minute after people. Uh-huh. What happened? All the dogs in the world are looking for food because they just ate what they, their owners left. What, one minute what, after people. The dogs want to go outside and use the bathroom. They don't realize that there's still humans around. 35,000 years after people. All the dogs are dead because they were left in the houses. And all the metal structures that that man had built is now reclaimed by the earth. 10 trillion years after people. The universe is gone. Earth's been destroyed by the sun. 
And there's an alien race in Alpha Centauri who just discovered fire. Mark. Uh oh. <laughs> you you never watched the show After People on uh, the History Channel? Put the bottle down. Put the candle back. Please remove your lips from the mason jar. <laughs> you see, your experience with my weird warped sense of reality is when I am exhausted. Well, my God, that video called in. <laughs> no, I was at work, so, no, what ended up happening, I, I will explain this. My mic wasn't working anyway. I was on... I was trying to get to the general chat. Yeah. Well, yeah. for some reason, <laughs> your name popped up and it said phone call. I'm like, what the, f- what the hell? And it was something what? that I pressed when I was trying to get back to the general chat. Because I have two apps. I have one app for Facebook and I have one app for Facebook Messenger, which are side by side. And when I click one, I will go to a name and, you know, things like that. There's a few times where Fabian has tried to video chat with me. I have. There's a couple of times that I did. I hit it and I was like, dang, Mark's going to think I'd be trying to get some gay on or something. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what the well, hell I are you delete, doing? I deleted Skype anyway, so, you know, I just... I, I've never used Skype. I'm not I have enough, Skype. but... We have yeah. to use Skype at my job. No, really. I have it. Oh, by the way, Fabian, when you go live on Facebook, don't have the camera exactly in your face. Well, I do that for a reason, dumbass. Well, yeah, but it's the most unflattering photos. I'm like, look at Fabian. He's talking sins, but I don't want to listen to that head. You know what? The ladies say otherwise, so shut up. (laughs) And I got news for you. You don't like my face. Don't listen to my post. That's right, guy. Well, the post makes sense. It's the face I have a problem with, and the ladies, the ladies conflate your face with Mister Clean. Really? I yeah, swear I'm gonna come through this phone. I'm gonna smack uh-huh. you in the next week. Uh oh. Uh oh. Run, Mark. Run. Yeah, my hair is just as long as yours, yours, so I wouldn't worry about it. So is Alan <laughs> gonna be Alan's gonna be on this call Thursday. Um, I'm not sure. I've told him he needs to be. Okay. But technically he outranks me, so he can do whatever the hell he wants to. Okay. He's gonna try to appease Ashley. I know that all y'all think I'm the H N I C but I'm not. You're the boss. Say what? You're the boss. You're the boss. You're the boss. I sure ain't the boss. Well, you're the producer. I wish I was the boss, but I ain't. Tammy's the boss. Alan's the vice boss. I gotta get a new cord for this thing. And then I guess from there on down. 
I think what we're going to end up doing is making me the executive director. Okay. Yeah. I'm the guy sitting at the corner of the um, boardroom. No, you and I are in the box, Mark. He's down on the corner, out in the street. He's so happy that he has Barbara at his feet. I made a condo out of my box. Hey, that's good. (laughs) Well, it's that time. Do-do-de-do-do. Good night, sweethearts. Well, it's time to go. I hate to leave you, but I really must say good night, ragtags, good night. Hang on a minute. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.